0: In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone Magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album one, oh, two. And from 1977, this is the second eponymous album in a row. We have The Clash. By the Clash, folks. I mean, what can we say? You know, we've said it all. What, what what joke could I possibly make here that I haven't made in 101 other episodes?
1: I don't know. You're kind of quiet tonight. It sounds like you're in a bathroom. You doing okay? <laughs> don't it get in like my. Trying not to disturb
2: with a camera on.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> listen. Just because I'm in the bathroom with a camera, that doesn't mean I have knowledge about setting up cameras in bathrooms. Okay. It's true. It this first, is the first time for everything.
3: Probably makes it more likely, but... Yeah, I will, say, I will say
0: the morning after when my family comes in and there's a full microphone set up and computer open, <laughs> it gives them pause before they go to the bathroom.
3: And the moment someone walks out, you come running in and immediately save that file. And you're like, what are you doing?
0: Speaking of quiet, I think we said that earlier. This is a little song about somebody who's a little quiet.
2: Welcome to...
0: Hey today, Matt Matt's to introduce the song uh-huh. This is where Matt was going to improvise Oh uh-huh.
2: You dog, oh yeah Matt's quiet, he's so quiet Matt's quiet, is like he isn't home Matt's quiet, he's so quiet He's like a turned off megaphone He will never Ooh. speak up He doesn't really say much but we will never complain, because it gives more time for us. I always edit out
1: <laughs> to what he has to say, because I know he'll never
2: listen anyway. Matt's quiet. He's a quiet. Matt's quiet. He's like a ghost. Matt's quiet. It's what I, I like. That is why he's my favorite
4: co-host.
0: <laughs> when you want to hear oh. about the greatest <laughs> of all time. Pass quite, pass quite. I've been singing, I have been singing that all day. I, I do make I am a perfect co-host for
1: you right?
0: If you and I were married, give you 90 give you 98% the of, the, of the runway and I just take two. You yep. You're literally the opposite Jack of my current marriage. Better. All right. <laughs> By the way, they don't like it when you say current marriage. Just gonna give you a little tip there, Russell. Not <laughs> <laughs> good
1: i got i got a buddy that always refers to it i refers to his wife yeah this, this is my first wife. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
2: so,
1: i don't like that yep. either
0: <laughs> i've got three guys here that are nice. proud to know that aaron came from garage land garage land garage from the yeah. garage garage land Garage. And so I've got the three guys I've got. you made
3: it, you made it to the end of this album, Barrett. I can tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know it. Matt has no idea what you're talking <laughs> no about.
2: No idea I've got Russell. In,
3: I've got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? Guys, we can't make good podcast noise. We can't get expensive podcast gear. We can't make no podcast money. Seriously. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> Way up in North Dakota, I've got Matt. Matt, how are you doing?
1: Great. I have nothing to even say to even try to sound like I cared about this album one bit. So no, no. <laughs> Doing well.
0: I, this is, I, I'm going to tell you right now, this is slander. I will not stand for this. I enjoyed this album. I think it is okay. a vibe.
2: No.
0: vibe. I yeah, I liked it. Agree. I have same. And my best friend, okay? And always been best friend, and we've always agreed together. And if I had to marry a guy in the podcast, even though he would talk too much, that we would get in a fight, and it would break my heart. Oh, God, just picturing it, how Rosie and I breaking up, him walking out with half our stuff, including the pillow that we have shaped like a Dan Cortez. Uh, I've got Rose. <laughs> I'm going to edit that, so it sounds like I actually had that idea. I got Rosie in Oakland. Rosie, how are you doing?
4: i'm great I, I came in from the garage to record this album because i thought this would be a great career opportunity so let's talk about the. oh clutch.
3: no i stole it, Aaron's your dropped joke his second Aaron's <laughs> dropped his second
0: garage joke oh my god anyway let's get into the voicemail and it's time another for me, one it's time for Ooh, me to find another random spot in matt's song to for us to enjoy don't don 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 don't shit that shit, that. shit. <laughs> My oh, <laughs> <The laughs> colleagues are so stupid. <laughs> I <laughs> can kiss my ass. You know, <laughs> listeners, they can't every time you look at the Mona Lisa, you see something different. Every time I hear that song, I'm like, it's, it's true. It's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. it's all over again.
3: What did you Did you ever read that replacement book, though? <laughs> um, I read. I have two.
4: Yeah, I've the. Read, I haven't read
2: Troubled with yet. Mm. I've read
3: Jamal. The, the Oral History book. Uh, what the fuck? What is your what is your favorite replacement album? Tim's the
4: only
2: one
3: I know. You no, know, even Aaron, Aaron in, in the, the background? background? What the fuck? Yeah.
2: Tim's the only one that
0: I know. It's a great album, though, right? Tim? No. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely not the Rembrandt
2: They're definitely not the Rembrandt I mean, the you hear
0: thing. that, fuckers? It's definitely not the Red brand. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, set up. I was set up. <laughs> Aaron, is is this a Chuck Berry situation? Okay. It was a Chuck
4: Brace situation. I did not know mm. I was being recorded. Yes. <laughs> I'm bli- mm. I'm blinking. I need help. <laughs> I went on vacation with Replacement's guy, as we affectionately know him. I did. And was I was real. I was there for like, I was, it was the first hour that I was there. We go to the, to, the, to the snack shack, Anna Marie's snack shack on Bear Island Lake. We're drinking a grain belt, and he set me up. He starts chatting me up about the replacements, and then I realize that he is calling into the Beck line as we're talking, (laughs) and he tried to get me to say that they are not the Rembrandts,
1: and he wanted, yeah, I was set up. It was a full Chugberry situation. It was a setup. So how, how long do you think he's been trying to set you? Because if he's doing this the first hour in, he has been waiting Days, if not weeks, months, if not months, yes. to do this to you. I right? mean, we had this trip
4: planned from about March, so yeah, he he for sure had been planning this for a long time, and he he played it off really well. I got to be honest; like, I had no, I did not know that that this was
0: going on. He played it off perfectly. First of all, thank you. Okay, for whoever whoever went all Watergate there and totally tapped Aaron in real life, <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> I cannot tell you a show of Aaron in real life would bring me joy. Where he'd just be like. All right. I'm at the bakery. Just stopped at the pizza place. Like I could not get enough of Aaron. Just hearing him talk to a friend. It makes me happy to hear Aaron. Guys, that was Aaron in real life. Did you hear the boring shit he was saying? It was just (laughs) like the podcast, but it was real life. This is not an act. This is what it's like. I'm I'm me. I couldn't believe it. And you know, I'm I'm glad to to hear that this, that that was a, uh, that was a Chuck Berry situation as we call it, as I record in my bathroom. Um, that was a Chuck (laughs) Berry situation because I thought it was the other kind of Chuck Berry situation, which is where you were calling me from the past to give me advice about the podcast because you've heard the sound we've been looking for. Okay. This is your cousin, (laughs) Marlon Berry or Aaron from the future being like, Aaron, the podcaster on. It actually is really cool. Stay on it. Don't quit. Okay. Like everybody keeps saying yeah. as a joke, seeing if anybody actually bites and says, "Oh, maybe we should quit." Like all of us are
3: like, "Hey, I mean, wouldn't be crazy if we just like quit?" We're all like,
0: mm, yeah.
3: Rob, this is your cousin Rembrandt Haramazoon von Rij, the artist, and I'm calling from the past. Rembrandt. Oh God. <laughs> I'm a Dutch painter. And I've got, the, I've got the secret you've been looking for. And it's a band that nobody ever cares about. Except for this guy who sets up toilet cams on Aaron's camping trip.
0: So I did some research. Do you realize the Replacements made seven albums? Studio albums. As many live albums do. Studio, seven studio yeah. albums in nine years.
3: Yeah, they were prolific. Them, There's no way those albums are good. I get them confused with the Pretenders. The Rembrandts, oh the God. Pretenders, and the Replacements are all the same to me. <laughs> That would be why I saw that painting of how he's back on the chain gang. <laughs>
0: Only pretender song I can think of that's not Rush Limbaugh.
3: Okay, I, I legit think we may have just ran out of all replacements <laughs> all jokes. jokes. Like I think it, that's it. it. I think you've done it. It might have, it might
4: have you, died. You found the end of the replacement joke.
0: Aaron calling me from watching the replacements in the theater being like, hey, future Aaron, remember this joke. <laughs> You're like What?
3: All right, guys. I can't. I I can't can't believe I'm the only one
4: who saw the replacements in the theater.
3: This podcast is not off to a good start. Literally
0: nationwide, (laughs) that might be true. Aaron, you're the only one. (laughs) It's it's, it's, it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for rolling going. Oh yeah. Uh, rolling going. Rosie, how's it going with you? It's going okay. I had oh, a, oh no, this, I'm worried.
4: Yeah, I had a realization today. I learned something today that I feel I feel a little bit disappointed in myself about. Uh I live near a cemetery here in Oakland called the Mountain View Cemetery, which is kind of it's a, sort of a landmark. So I live in a place in Oakland where you, you have to figure out who you're talking to and they say, like, where do you live? Like you can like sometimes you can say, like, oh, you know Village Market? Like I live right by Village Market. Yeah. And some people are like, Oh yeah, I know that grocery store. I love it.
0: The dandelion green place? You know,
4: Ugh. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Some I mean, some weeks the dandelion greens are the best looking greens there. You can't buy collards like in, you know, June, July because they're dry. You got to go dandelion greens.
0: Hey, remember when I asked you where you lived earlier? I don't care anymore, please.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you got to figure I, out. I, 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 I live like, I live by that. I live by that store where Master P used to used to go once in a while. That's so right. Madeline, you I store. I'm Russell. I like where yeah. you're going with this, because I so
4: I, I was talking to some teachers at my son's school today. And, and you know, they said, well, wh- where is your house? And I said, well, yeah. it's close to Mountain View Cemetery. And it turns hey, out
0: it, were, the, were you like, Hey, have you guys seen any good plays lately? I love elementary school. Kid plays. <laughs> Listen, if you're not listening to every episode, get the fuck out of here. You
3: don't, to- <laughs> <laughs> don't need your ass.
4: I've lived in this house in this neighborhood for 10 years. I have walked through the Mountain View Cemetery. I just learned today that Bay Area rap legend Mac Dre is buried in the Mountain View Cemetery. And I checked on this, and it turns out there's a website called Gravefinder.com. I know which plot he is in now. (laughs) You're not going to look at it, are you? Of course I got to go look at it. I got to go look at it, yes. Aaron,
0: I highly recommend you bring a piece of charcoal, piece of paper, And you're etching that shit. Make a little etching that gravestone. (laughs) It's your right as an American.
4: I'm going to do it. I'm going to maybe twist something up and take it there and lay one on the grave. Maybe one for myself. I mean, I got to do it. So, But uh, 10 years, I didn't even know. It's walking distance from my house. I had no
0: idea. Aaron, I I am just going to ask because I can just hear the audience. I can hear the guys out mowing their lawn. I can hear all these dumb shits. They're yelling for us to ask (laughs) a question.
3: you gotta be a real dumb shit to listen to this while you mow the yeah. lawn. And it's not about. I'd rather, I'd rather listen to a lawnmower engine. And it's not
0: about Mac Miller or whoever you're talking about there. This question has to do with why the fuck are you walking through a cemetery so often? <laughs> what is <laughs> going on?
4: I've only, I've, I've only actually walked he through. He said, I once. walk
0: through the cemetery all the time, is what he said. That is verbatim. I didn't, I didn't say I walked Excuse through it all me. the time. I I'm have gonna play the clip. Through the cemetery. Be quiet. I'm gonna play the clip right now.
4: I have lived in this house in this neighborhood for ten years. I have walked through the Mountain View Cemetery. Robert so says now he hasn't done it.
0: We went. No, I'm going to edit it and
4: in. He did it once.
0: You're going to hear me. You're going to hear whether who's right, Aaron or Rob. Okay, so we'll see, Aaron, who has to apologize.
4: I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, I, because it's beautiful and it's a landmark, and you can walk through there if you like. But now I know I've got to go back and find Plot Forty Seven because that's where Mac Dre is laid to rest. So I'm I'm distressed that
0: I didn't know that until today. So your answer to why you're walking through, through a cemetery is that it's beautiful.
3: Yeah. What? Kind of peaceful. What's what? wrong with that? Quiet.
1: Man,
4: you're trying to make a joke here, Rob. There's no joke. Man, am I taking crazy it's a pills? Thing to do. They're walking through a
0: cemetery.
1: It's uh, um, You know, it's, it is a quiet place, and it's probably usually pretty clean. Not a lot of oh people. God. There's no Very dogs well that are chasing around and stuff like that. I mean,
3: uh, yeah. It's I good for introverts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> listen, I'm sorry I lost all that money playing blackjack. i got a great date for us, and it's free.
3: <laughs> it feels like you're at a huge party with a ton of people. You don't have to listen to a damn one of them. <laughs> So when I go there, I'm going to put in my headphones.
4: I'm going to listen to the songs that Rob is playing right now, like Too Hard for the Radio and Feeling Myself. And maybe I'll do the fizz dance. I'm excited, guys. I, I wish that I had known this for uh, a long time. So maybe I'll send a picture. You can put it up on the Beck Did a Better Instagram account.
3: Have you guys ever been to a celebrity gravestone before? Have you ever done, like, some sort of historical Ooh. tour or gone to any sort of thing like that before?
0: Did see Jim Morrison's in Paris. Went and found that. All you had to do is follow the other hundred weirdos that were going to go look at Jim Morrison's uh, gravestone, and then you see it, and you're kind of like, "Okay, great," I, or "Not great." I don't really know. So, I think that's the only one. Oh, and uh, Darwin's, of course. Big fan of Darwin. Big ups to Darwin. D's up. <laughs> yep. Big ups to Darwin. Big ups to Darwin.
4: Figuring <laughs> that shit out. Okay. I got a second part to my rolling gun. If you want to hear it, I or think I we need it to, for next week.
3: No, we need it now.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second part is I I flew to Minnesota for the aforementioned trip with replacements guy. Yep. So I took or a
3: flight. Beck did it better. Oh, story yep. Time. Yep. All
2: right, all right.
3: These, These are the stories, are that like. stories that I
0: like. I have to edit this so much, Russell. I, like,
2: <laughs> I just own. think Russell's
0: thinking <laughs> It's We're like a gonna big hear shift.
2: about your <laughs> flight tonight. Tonight. Okay, so
0: <laughs> that last flight tonight, I'm going to leave that in so you, the viewers at home can hear what we listen to <laughs> compared to what I, I edited it, where it makes Russell match up with the music. It's so funny.
4: So we were flying to Minnesota. I was very excited. Of course, it was one of those you know rolling going in real life kind of moments. We're flying to Minnesota. We flew Sun Country, which we haven't flown for a while. Which I think is a Minnesota airline. So I was having a very Minnesota experience. Our flight attendant's name was Kristen. I want you guys to guess if it was Kristen with an E, or with an I, or some other
3: variation. Russell, how, how was it spelled? I, I, I like the E. I'm a fan of the E. I'm not into the Is or the Ys. I'm going to go okay, K. Okay. I'm going to go K R I S T I
0: N.
1: Okay, all right. Horrible. Matt? Horrible. I'll go with y- Y-N at the end. I'll go Y. Ooh, N. exotic. Ooh, I like that.
4: Russell's got it. Russell has He's it. A, it. It's Minnesota. the E. It's a, a N. K-R-I-S-T-E-N. N. Yeah. I was so excited to tell you guys that I had a flight attendant named Chris I was stoked about that. My other question for you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? Obviously. Just, I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm so sorry to interrupt. And I don't want to tell you to shut up. I, I feel bad about that. Can you imagine sitting next to Aaron on the flight you're flying from California. What is that? Like a four hour flight, right? About four hours. Yeah. You would yeah. need that whole time for him to be like, Hey, our flight attendants name is Kristen. Is that interesting? <laughs> He's just, be just like, slapping you. He's just slapping you on the shoulder. Yeah.
1: Hey, got, Dude. look look, Dude. look at that.
0: Hey, hey Wake look, up. look at that. Wake up. I got <laughs> <Dude. Wake> up. <laughs> <Wake> up. Dude, <laughs>
1: Dude. I, I couldn't wait to tell you
0: guys. Why is that interesting? And he'd be telling you why he'd be telling you why. And pretty soon they're like, Pshht. okay, we've just started our final descent. Uh, <laughs> please wrap up any <laughs> super boring stories. Uh, Put your trade it up and thank Couldn't, you. For I could South not country. wait. I was so excited. I so you know you had a lot of choices and you didn't want to spend money. So thank you for flying Sun Country. We appreciate it. I can tell you about the rest, which was that I was
4: reading a book about Love Supreme and listening to Love Supreme at the same time, and oh. that was really that was super fun. Like so, there there was a lot of notes. Rob, you get into this. There were a lot of notes about how Rudy Van Gelder would open up the space in the room just before coltrane saxophone solo just as mccoy tyner was winding down his piano solo and then i got to listen to it because you really depending on your streaming service bluetooth is not lossless audio i don't know if you guys knew this so you can only get oh, lossless no. audio on wired headphones so if i was wired connection then i'm getting lossless audio It was a great experience i've never listened to love supreme that way um so that Aaron, was my flight you.
0: experience i love you i mean that was <laughs> yeah, that i was, was thinking perfect- about you guys the whole time Aaron rolling going of an insane cemetery story, which apparently is normal. Everybody's going to the cemetery, except for Rob Apparently as why well, I don't see anybody. And then a great story about how you flew in a plane, saw a
3: stewardess and then listened to a CD and read the book no, no, no. about the, the CD. No, noted that the last sec, the last letter of her name was an E and not an I or a Y or any other. That, that was important.
4: That was important. You guys, I was readying the quiz for you guys. Thanks with for you. Playing Can along. you
0: imagine if the guy next to Russell was listening to big bad voodoo daddy and reading a book about big bad voodoo daddy
2: that was Matt. i
3: don't know i I was one of the two two. hey so 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 rob you're in minnesota now matt you might have been in minnesota a week ago so you aaron hook up hang out with you guys when he flew in no, it was a lot of like Aaron's I wedding. Not.
0: I wasn't there. was more
3: divided than
1: that. So weird. he called me. He called me, but unfortunately, I was up in North Dakota, so we just couldn't make it work.
0: Boy, <laughs> he didn't call wait, me I, at all. And it turns out that <laughs> he does hang out with people from the podcast, just you were not this Ireland. Co-host.
3: What the fuck? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. It's like I'll just treat this like my yeah. wedding. I can't wait till our
0: next next call where he's talking to Kirsten about the stewardess on the plane, and he's on the voicemail. It's being recorded. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's even worse than it's cursed with an IR over an RI. Get
0: Just this no. nervous caller with Aaron in the background going on and on about how he's listening to <laughs> lossless audio with wired headphones. And she's like, oh, how much do you guys edit out? You know what I mean? Like,
3: it's crazy. Uh, Russ, rolling going. How's it going with you? Rolling going. Things are good. We Fourth of July was a few weeks ago when people are listening to this. And I actually went down for a cool trip to Stillwater for a weekend. And I had uh, a couple of musical adventures. So I thought I could share some of the musical adventures I had over the 4th of July in small town River City, Minnesota. So my first part of the musical adventure, I go down to Stillwater. And when you're going to Stillwater, one of the things you have to do is you got to do a boat cruise, right? You got to do a cruise down the St. Croix on one of the big river boats, right? So
0: I should explain, explain what Stillwater is for people who aren't from Minnesota, who aren't named Kirsten.
3: I think it's just a city on a big river.
0: Thank you very much. Nailed it. And ironically <laughs> right. named ironically named Stillwater. Think about it. I didn't thought about it like that. But the, That's Now I'm just confused. <laughs> go out to the cemetery meditate this, on that.
4: This is the guy who accuses me of telling boring stories. We, let's all just note that we stopped. Russell's ruling
3: going. Russell, that.
0: don't listen to Rosie. This is not a boring story. Keep going, please.
3: <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I decided we're, we're, I'm going to go on a, a river cruise with a... Uh, uh, a person who came to Stillwater with me—they're a local. <laughs> call a local, a local, because it's fun to go to small towns with locals, right? We're going to go on this riverboat cruise, and so we go and we get on the riverboat, and they actually had what was—it was called jazz and a lunch cruise. So it, it's referring to it as a jazz cruise. So we get there, and I show up, and it consists of a clarinet player, a tuba player, a banjo, and a trombone. Is that a jazz band in your guys' world or not? I know I'm not a a music expert or
4: not. Uh, uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, the banjo kind of throws me off.
3: So it ended up I would call it a ragtime band.
0: If you went to a boat and they were playing this, you would not be like, "Oh, this is jazz. This is not Aaron's
2: book."
3: This was more like a (laughs) this was more like a ragtime band where they're playing like. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. And they're, you know, they're singing in like the barbershop quartet voice like and everything. Man, and the like tuba's it. bumping along. But Hello. Yankee Doodle bumping Dandy, along. grand old flag. They played Tennessee flat top box. These guys were rocketed on this boat. It was fantastic. What, what do wow. you guys think of riverboat cruises? Are you into them? I,
0: we love a river cruise. Anytime people come to visit us out in New York. And they actually call us and tell us that they're nearby and they want to hang out and they don't just ignore us. We will take them on a cruise around the Hudson. It goes down around the Statue of Liberty real quick and comes back. The best way to see Statue of Liberty. And everybody loves it. It is fun to be out on the water. It is fun to be on a boat with strangers getting drinks, chatting it up.
3: See, I'm against. I don't want to chat with strangers. I'm in the Aaron world. Yeah, I specifically the, the local and I who went on this. We went and we found a spot to sit up on the upper level so you could be outside. But it was kind of raining out. So we picked a spot in the middle and then we strategically put drinks around our table. So it looked like there was multiple oh people sitting at our table. Oh my So gosh. we didn't have to sit with strangers. What do you think of that move? Matt, you got to love that. That's uh, pr- pretty good. Russell.
1: Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that one and a half thumbs up on that one. Yeah. That
0: is officially now called the Russell. That's how great that movie is. That movie <laughs> yeah. is called the Russell. Yeah. If you were putting out drinks, so people don't sit by you. That is the Russell. And that is a brilliant.
3: (laughs) I I, then I just ended up watching these two older couples that were sitting up right over the water and they were clear. They didn't know each other and they had sat next to each other. And the whole time I couldn't just stop thinking like I would never want to be one of those people sitting at that table with the strangers. (laughs) I want no part of that. So i pulled the Russell (laughs) fake drinks everywhere to keep people away. Their kid walks over and Russell's like,
0: this is the worst day of my
3: life.
4: (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so where did, where did you acquire all these fake drinks? Did you go up to the bar and order extras and let them It
3: was more like, it was more like put a bottle of water in front of one drink, put the drink you're drinking in front of the other. So it kind of looks like there's four people at your table instead of you and a local. That's wow. That's you and a local.
0: Russell's dream is literally to find the river boat. That's also a cemetery and then be going around on that boat. That's his dream
3: now Russell so on 4th of July also, I, a really. A,
0: go ahead. I'm so sorry to interrupt Russell and I promise this is no, good this is gold did you when you saw the tuba player did you try to explain to the date how a tuba oh, player oh, you would, oh, would be yes. having sex with your wife making the tuba noises and did your date say what the
3: fuck are you talking about to that <laughs> I think this, this local is a downloader so they probably know that inside joke Oh, no. So every time you see a tuba, you just laugh. It's great. <laughs> oh, how can you not? That's all I think about. <laughs> so anyways, boat cruise was super fun. Oh, the band about. was fun. People were getting into it. Like, what, the, what the band would do is they would perform for like 45 minutes on each level of the boat. So no matter where you were sitting, you were going to get to hear the band in person at some point on the cruise. Fantastic job by these guys. Ragtime well. girl. You know, that type of thing. It was great hello another music adventure hello Hello. Hello. on 4th of July went down to Petey Pappy's for a while it's kind of like the motorcycle bar down right down on the water they had live music and they had a reggae band and I gotta say like listening to reggae music on on a nice summer day there's nothing more relaxing there's nothing more fun than having a drink listening to a reggae band but it's even better when they start playing covers of like all sorts oh. of songs they covered purple rain oh. they covered knocking on heaven's door they covered oh easy like a sunday morning it was badass whoa
0: yeah reggae reggae covers do rule god that is so awesome russell i'm so jealous
3: i kind of want to date russell now sorry rosie you might be out i don't well, know eh, i mean go for it well we technically oh. went to another concert after this and you might change your mind so at some point <laughs> i had i had i had seen that there was this uh guess remember a while back when i went and saw a billy joel elton john concert and i couldn't remember any of the instruments yeah and you also as i remember hated the elton john performer yes yes so this is at a place called the zephyr theater in in stillwater so eventually we left this super hopping like all these people are having fun having drinks people are dancing they're into the music and i was like i want to go see this big band they're playing it's a 30 piece big band playing at this theater down so we Since we walk down to Stillwater, and we walk in, and I'm old, but we we immediately dropped like the average age, like 20 years. Like there's no one there (laughs) under the age of like 65. And I think they announced us. There's a 30 piece band up there. The average age of the band 77 years old. Wow. Wow.
2: Oh, that is impressive. So.
3: And it's one of these things where there's a bar back behind the band and you can walk up to the side of it and nobody's going to get drinks. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to get drinks. So I'm like the guy who walks right up the side of the band to go to the bar to get to come back with drinks. But they they were playing all these great Fourth of July songs on, you know, all these brass instruments. And they even played a couple Beatles songs, too. It was super cool. It was fantastic. That is it. That was all in two days. You heard all
4: that music in what a day and a half, two days
3: it was two days and
2: that i also awesome.
3: I, this might need to get cut out but you guys want to hear one of the biggest dating disaster stories in the history of the podcast <laughs> oh, <laughs> i don't
0: know we're so busy
3: <laughs> Jeez, i'm not sure if that this
0: one's going a little long the already. clash yeah. really started punk so i think we should talk about that but okay we'll we'll just carve out some time for this
3: okay okay so i found this local and i was like well we could split a room because that it, you know it, it, if, if we get a room we can stay down and we can stay down yeah. in still water we can two split queens, a room with the local. two queens yeah.
1: you know just put a sock on the door if you yeah, man. Answer, that hey man i split yeah. a
0: room in vegas it, it turns out there was a frosted shower window that we could see each other's outline every time we were showering. Yeah. <laughs> and i was like man can you please stop eating true. off for two
2: seconds <laughs>
3: watching me shower by the way
0: not in the shower just in case
3: so I, I, I did it right. So the 4th of July is real big in Stillwater. They do huge fireworks show over the St. Croix at night. Thousands of people come down there. So what do I do? I get one of the rooms with an outdoor balcony right overlooking the St. Croix. Yes. So we don't even have to go down into the thousands of people. We can watch it from the comfort of our own outdoor patio deck baller. on the room. I'm thinking baller, right? Perfect move, right? Nailed yep. it. Yeah. Yep. So this is fantastic. So we get there in the first night. We we check out the the... The balcony and everything. We sit out there for a minute. I, I don't know if I sat out there, but s- the the person I was with, the, the local, sat out there for a minute. Your roommate. Russ is like, too yeah, many what people. you doing? Too many people out here. <laughs> Your
2: roommate, so, yeah. you
3: know Russ is, Russ so, is putting so five do not disturb
0: signs on the door just to make sure that he doesn't see a soul.
3: So eventually <laughs> we went out and we went and got some drinks or whatever and dinner. And, and we, we got back and it was probably about midnight or something like this. And we walked in. And uh, I think I don't know if I went and grabbed something from the, the lobby or ice or something from the lobby. And I came up and the, the local who's with me. She says, hey, there's bugs in here. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she points at the wall. and There's like this big mosquito. So I go up and just kind of smash. I'm like, I think we're done. We're good. She goes, no, you don't even you don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm like, I just killed it. And she goes, no, look up ahead. Look up above. I look up above. And there's 10,000 gnats flying around <laughs> oh. up in the, in the, in the, on the wall of the hotel Yeesh. because that's someone, erotic. it could have been me, it could have been the local, did not shut the door <laughs> on the balcony
2: ah. when, we,
3: when we left for the night. So it's like midnight, oh. and they're all all over. This isn't something you can just ignore. There are thousands of them up on the ceiling and the wall. It's oh, so like, Russell, what do you do? Russell, this is
1: Totally your fault. You're not going to change. This is totally your fault. I can't believe that you did that and allowed this to happen in this. It was room. my fault. That's yep. it you was my fault. I, yeah, wow. I can't believe you did that. But that is the worst. So what do you do? I mean, because yeah, what do you do? I need a I need a vacuum. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is not getting bugged like Aaron when he was visiting that friend instead of us and actually getting bugged yeah. and recorded <laughs> for the voicemail. This is a different kind of getting bugged.
3: <laughs> so I go down. I go down to the lobby and I was like, we've got bugs all, i didn't say that anyone left a door open i just said we have bugs all over the room <laughs> smart can you we move. can we move to a different room and they say we're all full we you can't move to a different room we got nothing usually that's just them being lazy they don't want to do anything right yeah, totally. like they, they just don't want to give they just don't want to make any effort so essentially i'm like well do you have bug spray or anything like that so eventually they give me this can of bug spray i walk back up <laughs> walk into the room I asked the local to go stand outside for a little bit on the balcony. Shut the door, <laughs> and I just nuke nuclear <laughs> bomb this room with bug spray, and then cleaned up the walls. And then we oh, essentially wow. Then we essentially sat outside for about forty-five minutes to an hour, deciding do we Uber home because there was no driving at this point. Yeah, <laughs> and do we Uber do we Uber home or do I Uber her back to her local local place where she's staying? And then go home, or do we just tough it out, and do we stay in the room where all the bugs were and all the bug spray was at? What would you guys have done? Tough it
0: out. I just stay there. This situation yeah. is so insane, I can't even think about what I would do. I, <laughs>
3: if if
1: sleeping in the bathroom, where you live, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Knowing where you live, I mean, it's it's a you can drive home like a car ride. It's a little bit of a longer ride, right? But if you're buzzed at all, yeah, like there's no way. So if I was sober, I'd absolutely. Beeline it out of there and go
0: home. Ooh, but. Beeline. That reminds Russ of that room.
3: God, bees. Mm-hmm. So we, we, ended up, we ended up, you know, sprayed a bunch of spray on them, cleaned a bunch, cleaned it up as well as we can, and then ended up staying outside for a while and then ended up staying down there because it was like, if you go back at that point, it was the first night. It's kind of like the trip screwed at that point, yeah. right? Like you can't yeah, leave then
4: and then do, come right? back. It's over, nah. right? Could you sleep on the balcony? Did you think of sleeping on the balcony? Yeah, there's
3: more bugs out there. There are yeah. bugs all over. So this is one of like these, you know, it's a still water town. There's not enough wind to move the water or the bugs. Right, Rob? It's uh, yeah, still right. water. It makes you think. And there are literally just when you walk up to the hotel at night, there are bugs all over. Just all over. And so every single bug that saw a light in our room took advantage <laughs> of it that night. Oh, my God. We stayed and then, and then I had the local go down and tell the, the, the hotel the next morning they need to come up here and do some cleaning
2: oh actually (laughs) the
3: local (laughs) was insistent on doing that so your date went
0: down to the front desk and said listen you got to come clean this room i mean (laughs) next morning yes (laughs) they look up and they're like real bad you're gonna have to clean this up (laughs) it's
1: real bad yeah yeah
0: we put down plastic but it still got all over i don't know like he's still (laughs) you. he's like nice work dude listen (laughs) we tried to spray for it we tried
3: to spray
1: you know we tried all sorts of different things but no you're gonna have to come clean this up
3: yeah have you guys ever had something like that you took a trip somewhere and something went way wrong and it ruined the whole trip or anything or no russell
0: that's the most insane story i've ever heard in my life and i am begging you i will cut off a finger if you let us keep this in the podcast please this is an (laughs) all-time story that you slept in a hotel room full of bugs and not in a... Well, we, so killed
3: the, we, we killed the bugs and wiped them up. Like, I literally went through, like, three bath towels of wiping up dead bugs. Oh, my God.
0: Wow. I mean, I've heard about bugged hotel rooms in the uh, Chuck Berry way, but not... This, this is the Russell now. Now the Russell means two things. Moving all the drinks to the table and filling up a room with bugs that you were paying to sleep in. <laughs> Fear factor shit. Russell, also... I, so I'm, begging I'm sure you.
1: this is... Ha- yeah, State. I'm sure this this has happened I've, and there's some story out there because Sarah will remember it and tell me like why didn't you tell him that story you know kind of a thing and so I'm sure there's something the only thing I think of is when we were traveling once for baseball when I was coaching I think and you go to these small towns where these colleges are and you pull up these hotels and they're just god-awful motels kind of a thing right but the college is trying to save a buck and so then you're like oh my goodness this is just the worst thing ever but no I can't I, I, don't, I can't think of anything where it where it's been uh, your fault. My, it would be my fault too, Russell. So, you know, it, I don't know if it'd be something that I did that would make this happen like this, but there is nothing worse than sleeping in a someplace new like that or someplace you're only there for a night or two, like a hotel or a motel, and just feeling like creepy crawly because of the situation. Oh. So, oof, I don't like that situation.
0: Russell, this is going to get edited out, but in Vegas this year for powerlifting, Jenny before me clogged the toilet and I didn't know it. Too much toilet paper she put down. <laughs> I took. This was after I had eaten at the heart attack grill. Oh, like no. Post, like, cut me eating anything. I took the world's biggest shit and tried to flush it nowhere. Doesn't go anywhere. And I'm like, what? What is... No. And I, and of course you look, you look left, you look right. No plunger. No. So now I'm like, okay, there's another bathroom in this hotel room. Okay. The hotel room is relatively bug free, which is something I always look for in hotel rooms. (laughs) We can just close this door and ignore it. And maybe it's going to unclog itself. Right? Like maybe. So I close the lid, close the door. Totally forget to tell Jenny about it. She comes back, goes in and goes, Jesus Christ, what is going on? And I said, well, actually, this is your fault. You clog the toilet. Okay. I didn't realize what was going on. So then we just leave it there for like three days while we're hanging out in Vegas. We're using the other bathroom. Every day I go in and check. Maybe it's unclogged itself. I go in, I look. No, nothing. So the last day we're leaving at like six in the morning, I call the front desk and I'm like, listen. My wife clogged the no. toilet and I put <laughs> a 20 on the toilet seat on this thing and we left. We're gone. A tip. I don't know if it's a tip or if it's like blood Sorry? money. Compensation. An apology? <laughs> yeah. Blood money. <laughs> I mean, probably not enough. They probably saw the 20 and go, oh no. Like if you walked in, if you were the janitorial services and somebody called and said there's something wrong with the toilet and you walked in and there's a 20 on the toilet for you, you'd be like this can't oh, be good this is not this, good this <laughs> is like the hurt locker not i do not sign. want to open this toilet no, no, no. i should just quit this
2: job <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of toilets like this this might have to get cut out too but is there anything <laughs> so far where, you know, we're at zero minutes on this episode Everything's you know been know what that so I hate? far is going Bugs to the in hotel your hotel room? Room? where they do something funky with the bathroom this bathroom had a barn a sliding barn door nope, on it no nope. so it's Hate like it. there's no when you slut you you shut the door you can hear everything out yep. of the bathroom oh,
4: right
0: yeah, that's, yeah. It's,
3: it's, that's bullshit well like who the fuck is thinking like <laughs> hey let's do this this would be a great way to make the hotel room more invite like what are we doing here
0: are you jacking off and crying in the shower
3: when no <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if rob if you needed to do that this hotel it would have worked because each floor had an open unisex bathroom anyone on the whole floor could use. It was like, oh, there you go. if you need an escape from the barn door room, you could you can go find the, the, a little more privacy. But I was like, <laughs> if you go with that unisex bathroom
0: and it's closed and the lid is closed and there's a 20 on the top, <laughs> don't open don't it. Open it. <laughs> go back to the barn door. Your date's like, Who I can hear was? you jacking off and crying over all these bugs. <laughs> Matt rolling going, how's it going with you? Now that we're at minute 20 of the podcast.
1: Yeah, good, good. Uh, I'll try to drag it out just a little bit so we can make sure this is a nice long episode. Such a great album. Yeah, You know, so it's great. Uh, No, so last, it's kind of our last week up here in North Dakota. And so I just, I, I don't want to beat to death how different North Dakota is from where I live in Minneapolis, but... I thought I'd hey, bring
3: sneak, up sneaky beat it to death today. Sneaky, beat, sneaky of beat of the week. Sneaky beat of the
1: week right here. This I just want to bring up sneaky three beat things beat of, the of the week. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: oh God. Every time I forget how terrible the this sound clip is.
0: Now I'm going to tell you right now if you're t- going to tell us that North Dakota is different because there's a ton of bugs, Russell's going to argue with you. <laughs>
1: No, but they do have this thing called Tempo up here, and they don't sell it in Minnesota, but literally you spray it around like, like you're spraying weed killer. Yeah, Tempo. Oh, and, I thought it was a
0: drink. I thought it was like hard mountain no, dew. I've just never heard of it.
1: it. But it kills every bug. And so I got, I grabbed two bottles of it. It's like 70 bucks a bottle. And I'm br- bringing it home with me because the stuff works wonders. So you could use seventy dollars. Yeah. I mean, but you know, it, so you, yeah, you get like, you know, you drop like an ounce of it into a gallon of water kind
0: of thing, spray it around. It works wonders. It's awesome. So you could have used it, Russell. Could you, but, could you put that in an ice bucket at a hotel room? Do you think? Would that work? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Russell, write that down. Kind of, there you go.
1: All right, so here's the things. I've I have a it's, ten and a seven year old, and I just want to tell you the things that they have learned while they're up here. Again, we had swearing oh yeah. last week, but here's the, the new greatest thing. They now know how the, the ten and the seven year old now now know how to drive golf carts. Yep. Yeah, um, oh, with, nice. With that's a big, that's a big point of life. Yeah, it's a big thing in life, you know. So we have not gone so far as most of the other parents in this. Uh, Community, we'll call it by just allowing the seven-year-old to drive by himself on the crazy. golf cart. That's it's crazy. You know, <laughs> so, so we do. We do kind of have a rule that you have to be with a parent yeah. if you're going to drive the golf cart. So we've got that. Two
0: drinks max. You're like, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the local bar has bingo. Okay. Yes. Nice. So you know, so it turned into a family event. Eddie has won. Let's see. We we've played about four times up here and. It's four games so it's about an hour but you play four games a night and it's 20 bucks for a sheet of six bingo cards kind of a thing oh, great. and then you get four mm-hmm. games of that so it's great. The last two times we've played Eddie has won five times, five out of the, you know, four times. Oh, so we, man, he
4: must be yeah. so stoked.
1: Out of the 12 games that they've been, been playing. So Eddie is now officially addicted he's, to he's gambling. He's the one people boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Most laughs> people do not like him. I guarantee they don't like no, him. No, absolutely not. And we're kind of, the we're not the new people. We've been up here for a while or, you know, come up for years and stuff like that. But we're also not the locals, if that makes sense. And
3: so. Yeah, yeah. Bingo is actually, Bingo is actually a great, when I, when I, when I was really rocking it in the online dating world in the bumble world bingo is actually a great date to go on because there's stuff going on so if you run out of stuff to talk about for a minute you can just kind of focus on your card for a little bit you can play you can get excited about maybe getting bingo you can see what your your dates doing on the bingo card a great date option is bingo God, oh good choice i love
0: that where do you, where do you go play bingo where's there always bingo going on
3: there's actually I'll throw this out there for people I, I think the website still works, but there's a bar there's a website called bar barbingo.com and you can like pick your state and you can like see a map and it'll tell you every bar like within a hundred miles of where you live that essentially says who does bingo on what nights and at what times? minnesota it's called minnesota bar bingo.com that's going right next to grave finder
0: on my bookmark bar it's going to be right so i can do both
1: <laughs> <laughs> bingo then rape grave robin yep it's quite quite an evening um and so yeah so i don't know so it's just funny because eddie wins he goes up they've ever they make him sign the book that he won his twenty five dollars you know it's so like officially in north dakota they have to like you know sign that you won kind of a thing so you know it, it, it's legit it's legit up here that kind of a thing there's no funny business
3: and are you like an intense player matt like if you're if you win yes and you're one of your boys is close to winning do you call that out or do you let them you let it go
1: oh no i mean i'll, I'll hand them one of the cards and say here gotcha. you call it that kind of a thing so oh, oh no it's serious i mean there's serious people up here there's i mean they're they're out for blood
2: if you if you
3: If you live in the Minneapolis area, there are 203
2: (laughs) bars that host Bingo
3: (laughs) on a weekly basis. 203 bars. If you go to mnbarbingo.com, you can see the map. You can go through the whole list and find every night that each bar is hosting Bingo.
0: Guys, this podcast is actually in the educational section now in iTunes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because we've taught so many people so many things.
3: (laughs) <laughs> so the last The last thing that just happened Make sure you shut your door Before you go on the <laughs> to <It'll> latch it
0: <laughs> That's Well that's weird Because my third bookmark Is should bugs be in Hotelrooms.com It just says no
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oof.
1: Okay so the last thing That happened to uh, Leo While we were up here So they have these Every year they've got These things called The games And it's on Fourth of July Usually or the weekend And you know It's like the The old Uh you know, egg toss and foot races and sack races and things like that. Race and yeah, all that they've stuff. done all that stuff for here. Well, the bar owner, new bar owner up here, decided to set up a like a tent, right? And so she had like a grill, and then she was serving keg beer, and then she was uh, she had slushies, right? And so there's there's a slushy system that they've got, right? Two dollars mm-hmm. for a kid slushy. Five dollars for an adult slushy, which is essentially booze in it, right? And so <laughs> some rum in it okay. or something. So I go up. Leo's doing some race or something. I go up and I get a kid one. I didn't. It was one in the afternoon and it's hot as hell. I didn't want a an adult one, right? So I go up right. and I get a kid one. I come back. It's half gone. He's like, "Oh, I want one of those." I go, "Okay, well." I, so I handed him a five dollar bill and I said, "Okay, uh-huh. well, go go oh, get, no. Oh, no go get go." And he's go your get golf cart driver home. home. <laughs> he. <laughs> He goes up to the lady and whoever it was, and he gets a cherry uh, slushy, brings it back, and he's got the worst look on his face. Now, this kid doesn't drink pop. We, you know, he just hates pop, hates anything but water, right? So he can instantly taste that something's wrong with this icy or whatever, right? And so he comes back, and no. then I'm looking at the one I got in my hand. Mine's a little, like a little cup, right? Yeah. The one he's got in his hand is like the Coors Light, like, Plastic that cup dumb, you get that dumb idiot oh, no. gave so, him a fucking booze. He so he know, comes he back and, he, and he's got this worst. And he's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know about this. I go, Did you pay two dollars or five dollars yeah. for that? Matt's
2: five dollars. Like, Where the
0: fuck is the change? That's what he's really yeah. mad
1: about. <laughs> he goes five dollars. Go, oh, it's got booze in it, Leo. Hold on, give it. To, and he started balling. Like he did something wrong, and he I thought he was going to get in trouble. Aww. All this stuff, this stuff. So my kids up here, they now know how to drive. They now know how to gamble, and they now no, are not drinking. that's what North Dakota is. <laughs> who, who, is who, who is the person serving back there? That's like, then it comes out. There's like five or six or other. You know, it, it was like five or six or eight other kids. All same thing what? happened to all of them. Russell, so, no, if you're yeah. no, if you're saying that no. a
0: Russell, if you're saying that a North Dakota bar owner is irresponsible, I will not stand for that on this podcast. Okay, <laughs> okay. there's no <laughs> way that as that has ever happened. Couldn't be. I think what's no. bad though, Matt, is when he came back and he goes, "Ugh, I think it's gray goose." You know what I mean? Like that's a bad sign. Yes. When he's mad, oh. it's not something else. This
3: is not Tito's. There, there are sulfites in this. I can tell.
0: <laughs> they didn't even filter it that much.
3: Yeah,
0: okay, was- listen. Quick story. My rolling going. I'm at the cabin. Okay. Which means, of course, I'm recording in the bathroom. Okay.
3: Meets your serving boys to
2: five The yeah.
0: bathroom is approximately 90 degrees. It is hot, hot, hot
2: <laughs> oh, a hot bathroom.
0: Not fun place to be in between records tonight. I did turn off the camera and audio to go to the bathroom. And I was like, what if I just left the audio on? That'd be kind of fun for him. Kind of a, uh, a naked gun type moment, but I got to say up here, I found something beautiful and I want to show it to you. Speaking of hot, 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 check this out.
3: Beautiful. Huh? What's he doing? He's grabbing We're something. We're not on video, video for something, we, and it's
0: something we've talked about. I bought a case of oh, Mountain, Dew Mountain Dew, wow. flaming hot. Dew. No, it's not even Hold hard. Flaming hot. It's flaming hot Mountain Dew. What? Have you, have you tasted it's, it yet? Oh, bro, shit's <laughs> empty.
3: It's gone. Okay,
0: my kids. and so This I,
3: is not the one with booze in no. it. No, no.
0: Unlike Matt, yeah. I don't let my kids drink booze because my kids drink yeah. a lot of this. Okay, <laughs> and I'll tell you what. Go out and get it. It is 170 calories a can. It is well worth it. You drink the Mountain Dew. First of all, (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, orange. It's orange. Does that blow your mind right away that it is orange Mountain Dew? And it comes out, and it tastes like Mountain Dew. And then when it gets to the back of your throat, guess what? There's a little kick of that Cheetos spice. This is, this is the kind of thing that i love to have <laughs> up here at the cabin because i go around to all my aunts and uncles and i go hey do you want to try this mountain dew that's flaming hot and they're like oh okay and then they're always like uh, uh, and it's really cool. i had it with the jelly beans that tasted bad i did the same thing up here with my family i love getting weird stuff and bringing it around to my relatives it is a special treat for me but if you are out there go out and get the flaming hot mountain Dew. Guys, it is recommended by zero out of ten doctors, except for me, Dr. Rob, go get how it. How many, how many years, how many years have you been handing out
1: weird things to your aunts and uncles and cousins um, and stuff? I, I just I picture this as like something you started when you were like eight and it's been fun ever since.
0: Anytime I get a chance, if I go to the store and I see some weird, something weird, and I know I can go share <laughs> it with my extended family. It brings me so much joy. It makes
3: me so, so you've happy. Done, you've done the you've done the bean boozled. Yes. My, my nephew brought bean boozled over once for like oh that's a with the, like the sticky ones. Yeah. Oh. It, half the half of the jelly beans are good, and then the other half are like those are gross. Use band aid, uh, yeah, dish yeah. dish water, water that type of stuff. It's
0: not half. And one of them was the 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 one that sticks with me forever was liver, and you ate it, and I had a mask on when I ate it. And I ate it and <laughs> got in the mask and everything smelled like liver for the rest of the day. And it smelled just like liver. It was like you were gutting oh, something. It smelled
1: so bad. What kind so of mask are you wearing?
0: Well, you know, I'm, not everybody's in North Dakota. Some of us are wearing masks every once in a while. Still mad. I don't know. Do you ever? <laughs> that's what Matt hands out. Oh, is his family thing in oh, North Dakota. Oh, gotcha, Yeah. Oh, man. scam demic. Yeah. His North Dakota get together. He's like, guys, I got this weird thing. It's called a mask and it can actually prevent the spread of COVID-19. Have you guys thought about that?
3: <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about masks. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was thinking of some <laughs> like Halloween
1: thing or something. Like, what kind of
3: mask do you wear to get your liver in? Yeah. So Rob, did your daughters drink all the the, the spicy hot mountain dew? Un- did you drink most of it? So, Who drank? So
0: I drank, it? I would do about two cans a day. Okay. A lot like Fruit Loops. <laughs> oh, okay. Course. I would do two cans. One of those I'm drinking, one of those I'm handing around anytime we had to get together to have more people <laughs> drinking it. But I will say the 12-pack was gone in about three days. So if you do the math, there are some missing from that equation. And the thing is, is that this is in a back fridge where you can access it as a kid, and nobody knows.
3: So this is where people are getting in. They're, they're grabbing yep. one when no one's looking. They're going out. They're behind the cabin. They're drinking the spicy. The only thing is,
0: you. when I go up to the girl's bedroom upstairs, do you want to guess what's up there a lot? cans of soda there are anywhere from (laughs) and and none of them are empty that's the weird thing they're like an eighth full to a half full thing of soda those are my girls they are the half soda drinkers the lowest forms of life on the earth it brings me no joy to report (laughs) this about my own children right next to bucket stackers yep listen
1: people who stack buckets together and half
0: cans yep when my family has one person on speakerphone and everyone else is leaving half drank cans around the house i feel like i've done a terrible job as a parent it's the worst
3: Speaking of speakerphone, can I bring up one other thing that occurred on this trip I had to Stillwater?
0: Yes, and now we have to keep it in for sure.
3: <laughs> so we I went to there's actually a St. Croix Vineyards. There's a winery, like a vineyard, where you can go have local wines right outside of Stillwater. So it's it's where the water flows faster up by the, the vineyard, Rob.
0: It's not still. What's weird about this is he was at a vineyard and they had a sample of horse racing. So it's kind of a
4: <laughs> you can just get a little week. taste of horse racing and yeah. I take a break from drinking wine and go bet on horses
3: <laughs> so we go to this vineyard and we're sitting out on this beautiful like quiet outdoor patio there's probably like five probably ten people on this outdoor patio and the table next to us phone rings woman picks up no. the phone she starts facetiming <gasps> she starts to have like a seven minute conversation <sighs> on a phone no. with someone and it wasn't like hey are you on your way or with directions it was just like they're tel- talking about how, how long it's taking them to move. It's just a regular conversation at like a quiet oh. outdoor patio where you hear everything. What are your thoughts on people that have phone conversation or a FaceTime conversation with someone either at a bar or, so- or somewhere like in public where everyone can now,
0: hear? Now, first it? of all, okay, three things. <laughs> Number one, Russell's concerned because the conversation <laughs> was about how this woman came into a hotel room and there were bug carcasses everywhere. Number two, okay. Rosie's used to being on speakerphone together because when he saw his friend and not us, he was on speakerphone being recorded for the voicemail. <laughs> Guys, this is the yep. trifecta joke. This is the trifecta box coming in. Number well, three it comes all together. Here. I think this is where you can talk loudly. This is when it's acceptable to talk loudly to the people you're sitting with and say, boy, don't oh. you hate it when people are on the phone oh. at a restaurant? It's so loud. I think so, that's what you have to do.
3: This sounds like someone you could be related to, Rob, because in my mind, no, no. I just am like I'm annoyed by it, but I don't go out of my way to be like a dick about it. But the person I was with was very adamant and, and made it no, well known that this was kind of rude and started saying, well, we should go move down there. But it yes. wasn't just like we could move. It was it was said loudly in a manner of I'm going to make this person know that you're pissing me off by doing this. What would you guys do? do you guys say anything yeah. in that what situation? Do? What do you do?
1: Hi, man, I I'm with you. I think these people are the lowest forms of life. self-centered assholes, right? Who just like, just don't, I I don't understand it. And I think it's an older generation thing with the speaker phones. They're not holding up their. I I don't know. I don't get it. It's just, it drives me bonkers as well. I'm with you though, Russell. Like there's things to, there's there's hills to die on in life, right? Like things you should worry about that are going to ruin your day. And, you know, eventually this phone call is going to be done and it's not, it's you know what is 5 minutes of inconvenience i don't know it's it's a pain in the ass but
3: it's My not worth bitch about it on the podcast yeah, it's instead not it's ruining it. your
1: whole time and and getting a getting you know getting filmed as being a karen or whatever the you know latest yeah.
0: craze is you know things like that so. can you imagine if she's on the phone and she's like listen yeah there's a guy here uh, he's got a table full of drinks, but it's only been him sitting at it for the last half hour. <laughs> <laughs> of
3: it's called shows. The Russell. <laughs> <the> oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh hey, is this
4: a music podcast? Sorry, oh, music, I don't though, know. Right?
3: I don't, this is not This is <laughs> <isn't>, <laughs> guys, the, guy, the bass player plays one note the whole thing. This is all. Oh, come music. on.
0: <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> uh, Listen, this album, uh, The Clash, is written by all Mick Jones and Joe Strummer, uh, the guitar player and singer of The Clash. And it was recorded over three weekend sessions. This is The Clash. Slash's first album. And here's the crazy thing, right? This is recorded in 77, right? That's the same year as that sex pistols album that we've already done. Yeah. Uh, and then the Ramones, uh, but, but this is really the first punk. The Ramones actually recorded an album in 76, but this is actually the first punk album to have singles hit the charts in various countries. So this is really, I think a lot of people look at this as maybe not the first punk album, but the first album that brought punk into popularity I mean, of course, with the Sex Pistols, but this is a very different sound than the Sex Pistols. Like, this is, it's still aggressive, but it's almost, it's much more musical, I think, than the the Sex Pistols. Uh, This album was not released in 79, but when they did release the album, it it has a totally different version, including uh, I Fought the Law on the Law 1, totally different songs. And in fact, maybe some people, if they're downloading an album for the podcast and they are taking it to the cabin and they downloaded the American version by accident, they don't realize it until only a couple hours before the podcast, it might end up being a big deal. So, uh, this is the clash by the clash. I don't have anything else to say about the album. I mean, it's, it's kind of the progenitor of punk. Um,
3: and what, that's what, what progenitor. was, yeah, that's what was the word. one we did
0: last time? What was the album we did? That
4: was London, London calling, yeah,
3: London now, calling. I, I got to say this, which came later in their career, London calling. And that London calling was more of a shift away from punk. If I remember yeah. correctly, right. And I think undoubtedly London calling is a better
0: album. Like, I, I, after listening to this album I did go back and listen to Train in Vain One of the greatest songs ever it, It's so good yeah. But you can hear them In this I don't know Like it, it's, it's just so different I mean listen to this Janie Jones So this was about A famous Madam In London Who used to be a, a Movie star Okay, I'm into it. I'm in. I'm back. Yes. Russell. Gotcha.
4: <laughs> and I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a one. great opener. Like this one, when this comes on, you're like, yes, let's listen to this
3: album. Like, this is a great opener. Yeah. It's kind of a fun. But you hit this part of the song and you immediately know this album is going to be rolling grown. But, this is <laughs> We've heard these punk albums before and we're going to hear this song for like the next 40 minutes. I'll, I'll tell minutes, you what, though. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
0: You compare this with Led Zeppelin. I mean, you're going to listen to that song. It's two minutes and nine seconds long. Is it that, that is or is true. an eight minute twelve bar jam where we're listening to some guy playing with a violin bow? Like, no, I'll take the Clash all day. I, it, yeah, I, there's something about that. I'm gonna say Janie Jones was a um, madam that was in Britain that used to be a. She used to be a movie star, and it reminded me that one time I was at the gym and I saw Elliot Spitzer, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's so weird. I'm lifting next to a guy who's famous for going to prostitutes. Like that's literally why I know who he is. I was like, <laughs> that
3: would be a bummer. <laughs> I. I had I had a celebrity run in at the gym a few weeks ago. Can I Ooh. tell you who I saw at the gym? Yes. I would love to know. Former Timberwolf, the Shaq of the Mac, Gary Trent. Oh! Gary Trent still what? looking good. Still looking wow. like a beast. He looks like he could still go in the low post and get 15. The Shaq of the Mac, man. He was fun to watch. Oh, it's so good. There's kids in the NBA.
0: Remote yeah. control. More NBA talk, you guys. You love it. Yep. Yeah. This is so melodic. It's yeah. This is where you
4: hear it's stuff like Train and Vain came from here, right? I'm going to argue too. I think this is a headphone album.
0: Listening to this on headphones. I didn't listen to it in headphones. Ah, that's a good good point. It's mixed. It's much more interesting. I don't know if it's a remaster or what, but it, it's much more clear. I think. I, now this was written after they were so mad. They were, they were on the Anarchy tour, which was them, some other punk bands, and the Sex Pistols. And basically the tour, as you might imagine, as we learned with the Sex Pistols, totally fell apart. And they were talking about how terrible it was. Uh, Next up was a song, unfortunately, written about Mick Jones's girlfriend. It was originally called I'm So Bored With You. And then he wisely changed it to I'm So Bored In The USA when it turned out the girlfriend was going back and listening to all the songs he had done over the course of his learning things maybe she didn't want to learn.
3: Sounds like some of the backlist do all our podcasts, <laughs> and then and then brought up the. I gotta be quiet this sounds a little Ramonesy to me. It's a little Sex Pistols, yeah. right? It's all about how bad
0: the USA is. Uh, the class. This is White Riot. One of the big songs off this. Uh, this was they were involved in a riot up in you know one of those British towns. It's called like Frosting Fire or something like that. And they actually, it was a it was a race riot involving the the police treating uh, black citizens there poorly, and so they rioted, and then the, the members of the Clash rioted along with them, and they wrote the song "White Riot." I love the,
4: the count off to yeah, start a song. Every I mean, song for that. that.
3: Ooh, this one's fast. This is my favorite song on the album. This is my favorite song on the album. It's a good one. When the chorus kicks in here. This is like
4: the... I'm always surprised because I have this idea that punk is sort of DIY. You don't need to know how to play your instrument. You don't have to be a musician. But something like that is really hard rhythmically. And for them to hold it together, I think is impressive.
0: I would not say they hold it together for this whole album. There were a number of songs where I was <laughs> well, convinced I they were changing <laughs> tempo. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, they probably were.
0: I mean, there's there's a number where I was like, eh, I don't know what's going on here, Matt. What do you think so far? You've been awful quiet.
1: I it's just not for me. I mean, you know, it's 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 a lot of noise. It, but again, it's not my culture. It's not my scene. Anything like that. And so it's just, <laughs> I think just leads to me not liking it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean, there's bits and pieces, right? And There's songs that you like, but. Uh, listening to a whole album even though it's 40 some minutes 43 or whatever i just it's not I, I can't keep listening to this and so i'm hoping we just keep moving a little faster get through this. let's get through this <laughs>
0: and that's a great point man let me say something real quick just next time you're out with your friends at north dakota yeah. and they're chatting they're talking put on your headphones always canceling headphones and just play this run, run, it's gonna totally change the tone of the whole thing it's gonna be like Great. Okay, so now that I played this song twice directly after Matt said, "Let's speed it up," we have "Hate and War."
2: See, now this is quite a
0: bit
4: different, right, Russell? I don't think we're doing the same song every every song. It's interesting the
0: guitar guitar on the downbeats here, right? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: I I just don't know if I want to be in a world where out of the top like hundred albums ever, there's like six of these punk albums. I, I, I think fair, there's too many punk criticism. albums in the top. Yeah, 100. but you can see
0: why fair London Cruces. Calling is there. It's a great album, right? It's barely punk. And but this album
3: started punk,
0: right? That's why this is here. This is, this is
3: well, we, we've heard too many. We we've heard too many times that this one started punk. We've heard it with the Pistols. <laughs> we've heard it with the Ramones. We, like, which all is these, it? Rob? Russell,
0: don't give me. St- I, wait till you hear about funk. OK, I've got some very interesting things to say about who started funk.
3: I don't know. I enjoy listening to the music. If this were, if this album were one song or two songs that were eight total minutes, I would love it. I just, I (laughs) kind of with Matt doing like a 40 minutes of it by the, by the seventh song, they've all they're all merging together for me. What if I told you there's a song in here about joining
0: a ping pong club? Hmm. This is the one, by the way, where I think the speed keeps changing.
1: So why do you need a punk song about joining
0: a ping pong club? It's the most punk thing you can do, man.
3: What are you guys? Are you guys good ping pong players? Oh, I can see Matt being a legit ping pong phenomenal. player. Matt, You're good,
1: you're good Matt? Matt? I'll go up against anybody. Well, I don't know if I'm that good, but I, I love playing ping pong.
0: I'll tell you what. I love ping pong. I think I'm so good at it. It might surprise you guys. I think I'm really good at it. But I went. I did go to Spin in New York City, which is a bar that's just full of ping pong tables.
3: I've been to spin in Chicago and it's, it's
0: fantastic. It's the, you realize how sweet it is when somebody else is picking up the ping pong balls. You just have a giant basket of like 500 ping pong balls next to you. You, just you keep hit picking, them on the floor.
3: Somebody comes, them and Somebody
0: comes around and picks them up. It's the greatest thing ever. And you also realize you're not that good at ping pong because Dan from work beats the shit out of you 10 times in a row. And it actually infuriates <laughs> you more than it would at a normal bar
3: you're you're very right rob there's something really demoralizing about being defeated in ping pong it's almost Mm -hmm. worse than like if you were a ufc fighter and just got destroyed it it, it's there's nothing worse than getting beaten in ping pong there's
0: a great tiktok account that beck did it better follows where it's just a guy who beats people in ping pong around new york city using things like his phone or like a paddle that's (laughs) twice as small as a normal paddle and he beats the shit out of them and it's humiliating small paddle Uh, there's always there's always a bigger better pig pong player out there deny
4: i think you mentioned what the previous song was about i think part of the problem for me is like i don't know what any of these songs are about without looking them up but i
0: think deny is like a spurned love kind of thing right absolutely no idea didn't do a lot of research on this album i all right let's roll but i will tell you aaron i did do a little research and i'll say this is this is the album that kind of started punk okay a lot of people don't realize that but (laughs) a lot of people are talking about it actually
4: was it it this one or was it the ramones london's
0: burning i gotta say i picked a lot of intros for this song not because i'm too lazy but because and this the, the songs are two minutes long but because these are great intros to songs just listen to this
2: london's burning
0: I mean, they might be giants as a great song called fingertips where it's two minutes long and it's like 25 songs, just the intros put together. And it's fascinating to listen to because it just whips through and it's great because it's all these different songs. If that was this album of just their intros, it'd be the greatest album of all time. It'd be number
2: one
3: with a bullet. Sorry, Marvin Gaye. Goodbye. That song, was, that song was, was actually inspired by a famous nursery rhyme about the Great Fire of London of 1666. Did you guys know that? What? No. did
1: not do any research. No, I did not. Wow. So I I
3: did you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I did some research, and when I saw this was inspired by a nursery rhyme, yeah. I thought we could do a list oh. of the greatest songs ever inspired by nursery rhymes. Oh, geez. Oh. Wow. And you guys are parents. Oh, you guys have slippery. had to sing nursery rhymes to your kids, right? No. Aaron, do you still do nursery rhymes or is your son past
4: Um, that? He would still be into it, but I don't know that many of them. He he would be into it.
0: Can I tell you one problem I have, Russell? There's only one place I learned all my nursery rhymes from. What's It was the dice man. Hickory dickory (laughs) (laughs) I'm yelling in the cabin. Mary, Mary, your pussy is so damn Oh, <laughs> if Somebody walks in, and I'm doing my Dice Man impression in the bathroom of the cabin. It would be a low point, All
3: staring right. at three I'm, guys talking into a microphone, laughing her asses so off. So, one thing at the that Dice I Man. had to clarify for our listeners is the difference between a nursery rhyme and a fairy tale. I got a little confused at one point, but a nursery rhyme is a short, simple poem or song for young children, such as "Hickory Dickory Dock," "Little Bo Peep," two, One Two, "Buckle My Shoe." Yeah, no shit. Okay. A A fairy tale is a story about elves, hobgoblins, dragons, fairies, or other magical creatures, (laughs) usually featuring some form of enchantment. So, like, I couldn't, like, in my mind, I was thinking, like, is Jack and the Beanstalk a nursery rhyme or is it a fairy tale? I don't have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Jack, hey,
0: (laughs) Jack, Jack climbed up the stalk. He's got a
2: big cock. Oh. Oh.
3: (laughs) So I finally figured out what they were, and I. So here's the list. The first one is Run DMC. 1986 from their album Raising Hell. This is Peter Piper. Check this out. Ooh. Now Peter Piper Pick peppers, but run, rock run, down. That's his hard time. Nimble, nimble, and he was quick, but jam. Master Jack saw Jane's My little boy Pico lost his sheep. Ooh,
0: this is so good. I love oh, this. Oh, and song. then they the bells in there, yeah. I mean, I've heard some tubular bells before, but these are good. Yeah, Jam Master's got the
2: good beat
3: here. Don't fall I don't down. know that the artists that they sample those bells off, but, but there's a ton of hip-hop artists that have sampled yeah. those same bells, And I don't know if you know the, any of the songs. I believe Missy Elliott's used those before, Beastie yeah. Boys. BC you Boys hear those the a lot, in right? For sure. I know
0: Matt wants to go to bed, but I just have to say one thing I've always had trouble with, with a nursery rhyme, okay? What's that? And that is, at no point. I get in an argument with my kids about this once a year. At no point has anybody ever said Humpty Dumpty is an egg. Humpty Dumpty is not an egg. He is a man, a flesh and bone. There is nothing in the rhyme about him being an egg. There is no, there's nothing. Yet every drawing we've ever seen of Humpty Dumpty, he's an egg. It blows my mind.
3: Speaking of Humpty Dumpty, that, we're going to skip that. The, cookie?
0: That cookie's kicked <laughs> in, uh, Rob.
2: We're <laughs> going to skip That to doesn't blow three your mind, honestly,
0: the- that Humpty Dumpty is not an egg.
2: <laughs>
1: Well, I had not heard. I, uh, to be there fair, be I had not thought it. of that, Rob. And you are uh, bringing up a very good point. So I'm almost certain Rob has brought this up before. We're gonna we got to
4: comb the archives. Mm. I think it's happened. <laughs> Might have to ask a downloader.
3: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> A Philly. We're gonna, we, well, if we're going to talk about mm-hmm. Humpty, we got to talk about the digital underground and the Humpty dance. Ooh, Check out Shark the lyrics G. from here. You're going to hear this as gets inspired by Humpty like Dumpty. Humpty, humpty. You're fall the I'm spunky. I like my, I'm I like my now, lumpy. Can I show you something, back, Russell? Some yes, sir.
0: I saw this on the list today.
3: <laughs> what are you doing? He's standing up. He's, he's doing something says, weird. Oh, he's he is
0: wearing a shirt with the lyrics. He's got it. he's
3: got the lyrics. He likes his oatmeal lumpy. My shirt days. says, "I'm
0: funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy." And I had to. Uh, wear You know that. where I
3: got confused though? I saw like in, in an article that this was inspired by a nursery rhyme, and I, so I started looking at the lyrics, and I I was like, I'd never heard of. The, the nursery rhyme about in a 69, my humpy nose will tickle your ear. <laughs> but wasn't there that one where <laughs> I didn't hear that nursery. It must have been a fair well, I used to
0: read to my daughters about the time that somebody got it on in the Burger King bathroom. So this makes yes. sense to me actually. <laughs> yes. This was the first song where I ever memorized all the lyrics to it. I yes. think this is the first one. Oh, and the best lyric in the song, and I know I've said this before, the best lyric is when he says, I use words that don't mean nothing like lupid.
2: And it's so good that he just made up it's a really song. Good.
0: He made up a word, acknowledged it's not a word, and fit it in the song. Shock G, big ups. Rest in peace. You and rest in peace. Ray Finder. I'm going to find out where he's buried. Oh, so yeah, my understanding
3: out. is Digital Underground, he would rap as Shock G, and he would also rap as the as the character Humpty Hump. Is that right? I th- think that's true, because that's when he put the nose on and did the different voice. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then kind of... He
1: became so popular with that that it kinda of spun off a little bit. But now did do you get a, Shock G
4: was smooth. Shock G would say, like, I'm Shock G, the one who put the satin in your panties. And Humpty would <laughs> do it in a burger king bathroom.
0: I'm not gonna lie, Aaron, <laughs> you saying it like that makes me wanna go take
3: a shower right now.
2: That was crazy. <laughs>
3: You know, so it's interesting. (laughs) uh, This band, um, there, I think I don't know if they're Bay Area or not, Aaron. But that song was inspired by the Bay Area earthquake from eighty nine. Is it eighty nine? The world. Yeah, eighty nine quake. Yeah, Yeah, that's correct. uh, No, they're Bay Area band. Well, that's weird because I saw
0: it on TV and I did see a lot of people limping to the side, like their leg was broken.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So nineteen ninety, we were talking last week about um, Led Zeppelin and kind of borrowing music, and I think nineteen ninety was a really big year because there was a huge lawsuit at that point about sampling we've talked about this before how there was a certain point where groups had to start crediting they had to start paying for samples but this was right. before that and um digital underground actually took a lot of songs from parliament and funkadelic Aaron, and i think is that right yep i think you're right and another group they took a, a lot of influence from was sly and the family stone so the next oh. song on the list is everyday people by sly and the family stone see if you hear the inspiration from the, the nursery rhyme <laughs> Yes. It's the butcher. Oh, right. It's adding a twist on the traditional nursery. Rub-a-dub-dub. Three men in a tub. The butcher, the baker. And instead of the candlestick maker, it's the drummer. Rub-a-dub-dub. Yeah. Three men in a dub.
0: They're wearing jackstraps. straps. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's the one my family's going to be here and be like, what the fuck is this show about? <laughs>
3: Next song on the list, I don't really have anything interesting to say about this other than it's a fantastic nursery. I'm in a badass rapper. This is Warren G. Anime. Check this one oh, out. Oh, Warren G. <coughs>
2: yeah.
3: I'm <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pick up, up the stick
4: the Oh Ooh. Oh they're doing this Bang to the jam. boogie love, no
2: hose,
4: Yeah so I mean
0: We've done not done had enough Nate Dogg me. On this list I know that By the way oh, Nate Dogg me like Wait no he's not Playing Minnesota Warren G is yeah, One of them's dead I know Yeah Nate Nate Dogg's Nate, dog. Nate Dogg I, dog. I just you know what right. and I just looked up Where he's buried So I'm actually Going to go there Because I love Hanging out <laughs> in a cemetery It's my <laughs> favorite thing <laughs>
3: Next song on the list, Aaron. You've been calling for this artist for weeks now. I We're have. gonna play some Madonna. This yes. is Lucky Star from 1983, a Madonna's debut album. Yes.
2: Yes,
3: yes, Russell. Starlight. Oh, yeah. This is, list is so good.
2: <laughs> this
1: is yeah. You got you're you're two for two, this man. You got some killer yes. Incredible.
3: In two, two episodes. <laughs> the. The most incredible thing about this list <laughs> is that this is not the first song that's ever used. Uh, is it "Starlight, Star Bright"? Is that the nursery rhyme, Aaron? What's the What's that nursery rhyme?
4: Oh. First star I see
3: tonight. I can't. I, I, I wish I might. I
0: wish I might. I wish I might. I wish I might. Have this wish. I wish. Eat this girl like Vegemite. Oh. oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry, mom. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, no, it's the thing is it was a Andrew Dice Clay, but it was eating like a fairy tale. You get what I'm talking about. Not, okay. Not she gets it. it. She thought it was funny.
3: That's gross. It was something else. But so one of her one of her big hits, but there's actually a couple other artists that use that Starlight, Star Bright, or Star I see tonight in a different song were inspired by it. One of them was Joni Mitchell with a song called This Flight Tonight Ooh, that I was covered it. by Nazareth, yes. which is our Flight Tonight song. Check <laughs> yes. out the Starbright registration. Sing Star along, Bright These are the stories that I like.
2: I'm
3: gonna take up a I mean, this It does rock. Flight Tonight! Starbright, Starbright, inspired by the song by Joni Mitchell, inspired by a nursery rhyme. Nursery rhymes and songs are outstanding. Good work, Russell. Wow, Russell. Your Great brown star ship, is so man. bright tonight. No, oh, oh, <laughs> that was easily a
0: top Russell, can us. I tell you something? Oh, you I was got thinking it. to myself, why didn't he do? I fell into your trap totally because I was thinking to myself, why didn't he do? Slick Rick talking about mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> and I was like, that's a nursery rhyme. And then I was like, shit, that, it's that's not
3: that's a shit. Story, it's a fairy tale. A fairy tale. <laughs> Dude, there was a lot of good fairy tales with Sue. There's Jack, there's, oh, what's the song? The Quad City DJs. I think I can. I think I can. I think I imagine like they could. Thomas on, the train ride, the or whatever. Train, the, yep. the train, not a yeah, nursery right by rhyme. By the
0: way, I have a good train joke for Andrew Dice Clay. Not gonna do it out of respect for you guys, but
3: uh, Dude, I spent a lot of time on like mothergoose.com today to, to tell if things were nursery rhymes or a fairy tale. This is what I do. Did I just life. say
0: mistaking nursery rhymes and fairy tales is what we call doing a rustle, but it's actually the third, so you have to hold up a three when you say because there's a, Until you just did it. <laughs> I pulled a Russell. <laughs> what can I say? Russell, I'm not kidding this time. Was that that another, is your best list you've ever done. It's too bad nobody's going to hear this episode because it's list. The Clash, but that was such a good list. Yeah. Great job. Mm. Career opportunities.
3: I love this one. This one, in honor of the new Timberwolves player, sounded to me a lot like, remember Rudy Gobert, Rudy Can't Fail? Remember yeah. Rudy Can't Fail? right. And, and by the and
0: way, the turns out Rudy Gobert is—he's gonna be—he's gonna get the Timberwolves right to the championship, which is really cool. You can't fail. If you bet on them, Ed. 25 to 1, maybe put five bucks on I don't know it. anything about British television, but I, I feel like any song that shouts
4: out the BBC, I, I, I just feel like I automatically like that song.
0: Then you would love Jimi Hendrix Live at the BBC, a great album. Oh, I walked again. into that one. Walked don't, into that one. Don't, don't
1: Bing search it. Led Zeppelin, Sessions, the BBC <laughs> Sessions. <Yeah. laughs> I, I
3: think that song had a lot of references to oi, oi, oi. I didn't hear look at these nucks or have a taste of these nucks, but you might have to work a little oi into your next British Oy. Impression there, Rob. Oi, take a look,
0: have a taste of me nooks, guys. The the impression <laughs> is coming together. I can almost say more than one thing. All right. By the way, coming back from Ireland, I was thinking about doing the intro in an Irish accent, and I tried for about five minutes and then gave up as it got worse and worse and offensive. Actually,
3: uh, cheat farther, love- farther away. <laughs> as we get into this song, I feel like I've been cheated because. Rob told us he was going to Ireland and then came and did two weeks of rolling goings and nothing was about his trip to Ireland. No, not, not a thing. He was like, I went, I'm wearing a Speedo.
0: I love this song, Does by the this way. Is fucked up? Yes. This is a great song. Yeah. I love when he gets that real snarl. Russell, I told you my favorite part of the trip before we recorded, but the listeners will never hear it. <laughs> my favorite part of the trip, zero bugs in hotel rooms. God, there are no bugs. I love that. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Uh, Protex Blue Now you don't realize How funny this title is Until you realize What Protex is in Britain Now Russell you probably know Because you You've seen some birds Across the pond Russell you know What I'm talking about Some birds I, across I the pond I have to
3: admit I may have been looking For a list of the best songs About condoms Yes <laughs> Protex is a British
0: condom So the song Protex Blue Is very funny to me Next up The only song on this album That I knew Police and Thieves Yep I got to play this for a while, guys. It's so good. It's based on a reggae an song. Yeah, it's an anthem. I mean, they're musical. You can hear it here. This is so different than the Ramones. Come on, Russell. Don't shake your head at this.
3: No. I'm so confused. I came into this convinced this is a rolling groan. You guys are trying to change my mind, but I don't know what to
0: think Wait right until now. you taste Mountain Dew Hot Cheetos. You're gonna realize how right oh, yeah. I am. Sorry, Rocky, Aaron. What'd you say? I was just, I was, I was with you,
4: man. I was saying, listen, the bass is really singing here. Crazy.
0: Still applies. It's a, it's evergreen, uh, just yep. like my favorite Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte movie, Forty Eight Hours. <laughs>
3: It was also the time frame that it took for the bug spray smell to go out of my <laughs> hotel room you and your clothes. Like I pictured you guys on the
0: ride home, and you both just smell like bug spray. And you're both looking straight ahead. It's so funny. <laughs>
2: hey,
0: oh, I had a great date, and I smell like bug spray. Two two things that have never been said back to back. A great song. Aaron can relate to it. Garage, Garage Land, Garage Land.
3: In the garage, Carrier, sort of. We're a
0: garage band, Russell. I was going to do a list of people that when they sing, you can hear their accents. Oh, I like that. I might have had to pull that out sometime.
3: I was reading about this one. Uh, when they released this, some big music critic Charlie Shar Murray reviewed their show and said the Clash was the sort of garage band who should be speedily returned to the garage, preferably with the motor running. Oh, that is a brutal, that's, that's brutal rough. review. That's and then really so rough. this guy just ripped them and this was the inspiration for this. He's like, if you're going to rip us like that up, we're going to sing about that. And then this same critic like a year later called this the greatest album ever. Yeah. So oh, it's I, it, they showed him.
0: that's the song I've been singing all day. Uh, and my family's like, so you're in a garage garage band and you want to go from garage land. It's great. It's a great song. By the way, if you have an insult you think is that good about Beck, did It better call in 802-277 Beck. Leave <laughs> us a voicemail. We cannot just talk about the re- we cannot just talk about the replacements every single oh, no, we cannot just talk about the Rembrandts every single time. Okay, we got to be talking about other stuff. Guys, let's get into my very popular and very patented rating system. It's especially popular with math. Very popular. The love it. And very pop- Beck did it better rating system. Oh, yeah. Listen, guys, this album is at 102, okay? There are only 101 albums better than this one. And that's a fact. That's a fact from Rolling Stone, okay? You can put it on a gravestone. Aaron will see it as he walks by on his (laughs) daily (laughs) stroll through the graveyard, which is weird. (laughs) Nobody else thinks so. If you think so, please text in 802-277-BEC and say, Aaron is weird. Get that down. If you think this album is like being in a graveyard, it's great. You love it. It's one of your favorite things to do. That means it is a rolling, well-toned. It's perfect right where it is. Is this album, should it be higher than 102? Maybe at 101, maybe at 100, and you're thinking to yourself, higher, yet he's going to lower numbers, okay? That is so weird. It's like we're on a teeter-totter where Rob is on one side, the list is on the other side, and I cannot tell you how many traumatic experiences I've had with teeter-totters in my life. You can imagine looking at me. Teeter-totters do not end well. <laughs> they just don't. It's terrible. i not to laugh. That is a rolling, you son Why of a bitch. If you don't laugh, me? this podcast is over. <laughs> if Russell gets married and you stop laughing, we're fucked. I,
4: I don't want to encourage this behavior. It's the thing.
0: That is rolling uh, boned. It should have been higher up. Okay. Kind of like me on a, on a, on a teeter-totter. Fall down, hit your tailbone, because the other person hops off as a joke, and it actually hurts really bad, okay? Oh, hurt his coccyx. Oh, or is this a rolling groan, okay? You did Uh. not think this album was so good. It should be later on the list, which, of course, is a higher number. Now, for some reason, that actually makes sense in my head, now that I say it. So what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or (laughs) rolling groan? And please, please, for Matt's sake, Keep your answers short. Thank you, Matt. What do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone or rolling road. Let me find the sound clip. There it is.
1: I would like to take us back to when we did album 16, London calling. And the whole point of that was, is that they were like uh, so unsuccessful. They're like on their last wits end. They were going to be cut by their record company. If they didn't switch up, and mm-hmm. go to what was London Calling, and then it turned into like this great album that yeah. Rolling Stone says is number sixteen. Well, this is the album that was right before that.
2: So this <laughs> is the album that all of a sudden
1: was <laughs> so bad that they had to switch up how they did everything. Mm-hmm. And they needed to there. go to a
3: gar- a garage mm-hmm. yeah. that was preferably. So I, don't don't get I, mean, I,
1: I honestly I just I just don't get it. Um why this is even on the list. Uh, you know, they have the clash has <laughs> Three albums point. on the list. 16 is London Calling. This one's 102, and something called Sandinista at 323. It feels like a few too many The Clash albums, uh, particularly in the top 102. So I'm gonna say rolling groaned
0: Uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Boned, or Rolling Groan? Okay. Now, rolling well toned would be like a hotel normal. Okay, rolling groan, a hotel full of bugs. <laughs> Rolling Bone? Okay. No, no d- <laughs> Pentel Suite, no bugs. You know, I'm trying to think no of a, a Dice impression about Hotel Rolling Bone. I can't think of one. So sorry, Russell, go ahead.
3: I think Matt hit it on the head 1,000%. I didn't, I didn't really think about it like that, but Matt is absolutely right with they were not successful. They shifted to London Calling. London Calling was a top, I believe it was a top 10 album on the original list, dropped down a little bit, but Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just don't get this. I I can't believe we're living in a world where if the first 101 albums didn't exist and aliens came to the planet and said, give us your greatest album ever, this would be our answer. I, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I, I enjoy listening to it. There are a handful of super fun songs, but there's no way this is one of like the 102 greatest albums ever. I'm going to say it's a rolling bugs in the room bugs <laughs> what is that one?
0: Oh, it's not so easy to come up with puns about this rolling going is it
3: uh, uh, i Uh-oh. i like the songs i could listen to a handful of them for 10 minutes but this is a rolling grown as an album on on a greatest album of all time
0: 10 minutes you'd be like halfway through this album rosie what do you think rolling well toned rolling bone or rolling and rolling bone makes you think about cemetery he wants to get out there get a hike in there rolling well toned rolling bone or rolling grown <laughs>
4: Uh, I mean, Matt makes great points. It's, it's too much clash in the top 102. I think this album's really fun to listen to. I actually really enjoyed it. I think this album doesn't fit the format of this show very well, but maybe nothing does, but it, it doesn't do the album justice to go through it song by song because one of the things that's great about it is that it's really tight and it's short and quick and when we're playing pieces of each of it. It yeah. sort of loses the thread. But anyway, uh, I think it's really fun. Um, but yeah, I might have to. I might have to give it a rolling groan. Too much clash in the top 102.
0: Matt, you've turned the podcast against me. Everybody agrees with you now. That's crazy. Unfortunately, you're all wrong.
3: Okay, son what?
1: of a <laughs> what?
3: And a lot of people don't know this. Okay, but this is a hey, rolling. Hey Rob, here, here's my car and the keys to my gr- garage. <laughs> no, it's garage, garage, garage. Everybody's been garage. saying garage. Listen, <laughs> this. <laughs>
0: A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people have been talking about this. This
3: is just leave my protex blues in the corner, though. Leave. This is a. rolling.
0: <laughs> this is a rolling first punk album. OK, it's literally the beginning of punk music. It and is, a lot of people have been talking about not. it. Listen to it my it's, it's it's crazy. OK, and every punk album on oh, my computers, my I can't punk hear album. everybody. Listen, next up. OK, next up. This is
3: rolling, rolling overrated album. <laughs>
0: literally could have picked that as the bit and did not instead I'm doing rolling (laughs) bone which I have to explain people text all the time asking me to explain I have to okay we could get in trouble listen if I don't explain I could really get hurt oh yeah I could it can hurt (laughs) my old blue balls joke all right listen (laughs) we know (laughs) (laughs) old (laughs) you've got old blue (laughs) balls
1: Old blue. He's my friend. Oh. Old blue in
0: his balls. Oh. Rob's got old blue balls. <laughs> next up. Old gray <laughs> balls. It's my nickname in high school? <laughs> cookie parade. Cookie Listen, parade. Listen, next up, cookie cookie we have an album that I know Aaron's going to love. De La Soul. For real? Literally means of The feet. <laughs> And the name <laughs> of the album "Three it's Feet not. Rising." Three feet rising. Three feet rising. Three feet like, high and rising. This is like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, with "The Three Boobs" for Aaron, but it's three feet. He loves it. Total Recall. He's in the shower crying right now. Yeah, Total Recall. <laughs> Total
3: Recall PG thirteen or was it Total
0: Recall? But listen, that's gonna I don't know. I think it's on the PG list. I thought it better. Aaron, I went to. Um, Gravefinder.com. Okay. And okay. I opened it up and you know what it said? No. Saturday, after day, after day, live, live, live at the Metro, Metro, Metrodome. Come see Grave digger Crush Cars. You'll buy the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Now, Matt, I'm wondering how many trucks will there be and how expensive will it be? Last time I checked there was Boy,
1: about 20 there's 20 no there was 20 trucks oh. and it was only 20 bucks to get oh in. you know you what? what that is russell right you know what you know what that, that is that, russell that
3: that's just enough to get four cherry snow cones with booze in it yeah. oh you know what i was at the wrong
0: oh, site it's a guys truck, yeah. that wasn't gravefinder.com that was gravedigger.com a lot of people oh
3: shit <laughs> it's easy easy mistake to make we're going to delete this out, but my closing joke would have been Guys, I just pulled a Russell, but I used all my towels cleaning up the, up the bugs. I got nothing <laughs> to clean the mess
2: up. <laughs> yeah, let's stay it in. Rob, Rob's leaving that in.